Hey, Mikey, how's your mom doing? You know, my old man said that for a buck, she'd rub her tits on his face. Shut up. What the oh. fuck did you say, faggot? Mikey's upset. Look how hey, tough uh, he is. Ball liquor. Check this out. I was thinking of making copies of mommy for the whole school. Fuck. Hey, tough guy. Think she'd suck my dick for a quarter and let me suck her tits? Shut up! Shut up! You young bitch, you bitch! Fuck off! What the hell is going on here? Bring it up! I said bring it up! You over there! You over there, you there! You start. Shut up! Fuck you. What did you say, Sam? Look at my face, now nah, look at my eyes I've had a taste, blood, sweat, and cries No need for the fakes, no need for the lies I've had enough and I'm ready to die Lay in my coffin, but one of my eyes Is staying wide open, the other is closed To knock on my coffin, but no one is home My body is rotten, my blood is so cold Let it just drip, let it just flow That was a sin, there goes my soul Right out my ears and right out my nose No need to trip, yeah, the world is so cold Put on a jacket, it's worse not to have it The ripper gon' snatch it along with your whole Body that's naughty, I'm plotting my goals Flat the impaler, want heads on a pole I'll break it all down and roll it on up I feel like I'm drowning, I'm stuck in a funk I need a real lift and they said that they got it But shady as fucking, I don't have no trust They took it away, along with my love But now I'm great digging that y'all wanna fuck See where I'm at, I need some luck I need the bag, yeah, I need the stuff Let it just drip, let it just flow That was a sin, there goes my soul Right out my ears and right out my nose No need to trip, yeah, the world is so cold Put on a jacket, it's worse not to have it The ripper gon' snatch it along with your whole Body that's naughty, I'm plotting my goals Let the impaler want heads on a pole Blood on the dance floor, don't slip, you at risk I told you the tea, but you sipping on brisk Freaky like freaking, my brain was forsaken Don't trip on little shit, I just hope you don't miss Cause karma's a bitch, and life is her sis They both want the dick, I'm losing my shit just looking for bliss I'm just looking for bliss Let it just drip Let it just flow That was a sin There goes my soul Right out my ears And right out my nose No need to trip Yeah, the world is so cold Put on a jacket It's worse not to have it The ripper gon' snatch it Along with your whole Body that's naughty I'm plotting my goals Let the impaler Want heads on a bowl Let it just drip Let it just flow That was a sin there goes my soul, right out my ears and right out my nose. No need to trip, yeah, the world is so cold. Put on a jacket, it's worse not to have it. The river gon' snatch it along with your whole body that's naughty. Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. I'm so stoked to have my buddy Dag Ferrick on the podcast today to talk about his music career and his past, present, and future projects in the film industry. Dag is the type of cat that can wear many different hats, and his passions stretch far beyond the usual Hollywood stereotype. 
I'm joined again by my buddy Jeremy Moorhead to dive a little deeper into Dag's psyche and hear how he grew up and what his plans are for continuing his world domination. I want to thank Dag for taking the time to chat with us today. It's been a mad minute since I've seen this fool, but we've worked together many times and have had a lot of fun memories together. Please go check out his work in, in music and in film and be on the lookout for all he has coming up. Be sure to head on over to Instagram and drop him a follow at Great Dag. That's D-A-E-G. You heard? Stay tuned for our November guests. We're hoping to have some more film discussion episodes to drop soon as well. Make sure you're following at Kellen's Petty Talk Show on Instagram to keep up to date on all the latest announcements. Without further ado, grab your candy corn, find the right stick to beat your bullies with, and do not call Will Smith an asshole because it's time for a brand new episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Great day. She's doing. I need all layers on me as I interview legends for thee. Grab your friends, your dog, and your fish. It's time to rip a new episode for the kids. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Kellen's Petty Talk Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Kellen's Petty Talk Show. So what's up, dude? How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. Another day, another dollar. You feel me? I feel you. <laughs> we first met at a convention back in L.A. called Midsummer Scream back in 2017, I believe. Then the very next year, you and you had uh, picked me and Ethan up, a.k.a. Vokills from American Idol. Wait, I kinda... met you before? Yeah. Vokills? I, sh- I shit you not. Yeah. Huh. Midsummer Scream, right? Wasn't that like 2017, I want to say? Yeah, Who's I remember all the names and all the years. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, it was like a little horror convention in L.A. And uh, then like the very next year, I think it was like October that Ethan auditioned for American Idol. And he, you basically came and picked us up because you and Ethan had this plan to like make music together it was the same night. It was kind of funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> that night was just insane, dude. Like Definitely. another friend that he had with us got hit by a car like right before you picked us up. <laughs> had like a car run over his foot. I feel like it was almost like an episode out of Shameless or some shit. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was insane. And then and then we go to this like motel where you guys were making music and we almost got kicked out because we were making too much noise. And I don't know. That was that was hilarious. That was the first time I met you. Right. And then over the course of like that next year, we made, I think, four music videos together. I think we did yeah. Devil's Lettuce, Out the Hearst, Hot as Fuck. And what's the one where you were like dousing yourself in gasoline? Oh yeah. Um did that get taken down? Because I couldn't find it. No, that's up. It was just it's on the album. So it like you gotta find uh-huh. it through the album, Albino Animal. It was that was called Suffocating that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one I couldn't so, remember. So like like actual gasoline? No, it's like water, okay. I think. Okay, I was like, holy shit. I was like, you guys went in on it. No, but we did this in like the parking garage at, of my North Hollywood apartment. So people <laughs> were like walking by, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah. It was sick. <laughs> tons of look uh looky lose i'm sure huh looky lose yeah i'm sure anytime you guys go out and you film music video stuff there's always people like anytime you pull a camera out in public 
like people are always stopping and, and watching and, and that makes for <laughs> sometimes awkward it's like all right man like we're out here doing our thing and uh, now someone's all up in the video yeah no for sure um so what what got you into making music like was it just the boredom of waiting for hits from the film industry um so i've always uh played music um when mm-hmm. i was really young probably right kind of around when i started doing because i started doing acting with like plays church plays like the second yeah. i could speak just because i wanted to perform but um probably right around that same time i started playing piano i held it down for piano for like a few years um kind of got out of it it became like an early teenager and wanted to play guitar you feel me um yeah. learned a little bit of guitar a little bit of bass put those down and then went to drums held that down for a few years wow. and then um took a break and then i had my brain injury when i was 16 back in 2012 yeah. and uh i came out of the coma just rapping and pretty shittily too but you feel mm-hmm. me um, it was super therapeutic and uh, music basically saved my life and anything that you practice every single day, like literally the laws of life, you just get better at. You just get so better. Here Absolutely. I am now, like you feel me almost 10 years after that brain injury with a song with Tech 9 Hobson and Corey Taylor, yeah. like, ah, bitch yeah. slap. <laughs> quick cat so oh. so for for people listening that don't know like what what happened with your brain injury if that's something yep. that you'd be open to talking about it's like a concert sure, right yeah, yeah I was, it was a mosh pit you feel me i was 16 <laughs> years old i was making you know dumb teenage decisions at that time in my life and shit and yeah, yeah. kicked to the head stomped on uh seizure coma for three weeks five emergency brain surgeries they had to take out the front part of my skull like the front like orange Holy slice of my fuck. skull for six months and then I had to relearn how to walk. Holy fuck, man. Really? Like, I didn't know that part. Holy shit. Dude, that that's nightmare fuel, man. I, I having been in a metal band forever and going to shows, man. I mean, you I I've been in pits where I got fucked up and I've seen people get oh, yeah. knocked the fuck unconscious. So yeah. I mean, what what you just described is an absolute nightmare, man. Um that's mm-hmm. that's crazy that you had to go through that, but I'm sure it it uh, defined, you know, who you are now. You feel me? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I'm super lucky <laughs> that I was 16 and that you feel me? I'm Danish as fuck. So I feel like a 16 yeah. year old Viking is probably extremely hard to kill. So <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Was the band heavy as fuck? From what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so you're, you're a musician. What song that you've made are you the most proud of? Like, what's a song that you made that you can listen to? And you're like, you know what? Even though I made that, I really fuck with that. Um, well, that's becoming pretty evident now that I'm doing, I'm performing shows again after this like long break of Corona and shit, but it's super sick because my music's come so far since then too. And just me as a person, right. From like 22 to 26 or 23 to 26 type shit, like life changes, you feel me? But, um, I recently, October 1st dropped a song called TikTok pants fucking love that song that shit is fantastic <laughs> you feel me i co-produced it with um i'm from i'm from socal and like one of the best producers we have out here nick Knox, like making like the that socal west coast gangster sound you feel me so we collabed on the beat killed that shit tiktok pants that's available everywhere but also old school vlad i, I produced that myself and everything i love the fuck out of vlad that's my vampire song like vlad the dude you know I mean? yeah. that, that Actually, music video you shot on hollywood boulevard we were in the yeah, fucking wheelchair funniest shit i've ever seen hell yeah but um awesome. actually one of my one of my homies down here who has a a brand that sells uh 
marijuana seeds. Yeah. Um, we made a collab. So now there's a Vlad strain of, no way. of seeds. Yeah. So that Whoa. one's also super cool. And then also right before that, this past September, September 28th, I think. Yeah, the day after my birthday, <laughs> I dropped this one song called Still Dead. And I played the guitar on it. I produced it. I did everything. And basically all in one day. And yeah, I love the hell out of that one. That one's like a pop punk type like hit. Oh shit. I don't think I heard that one. I want to hear that. Yeah. That one's that one's sick. That's awesome. That's right, dude. Yeah, I'll have to check all these out, man. Oh yeah. 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 I don't stick to a genre. That might be like one reason I haven't blown up because you can't just be like, oh, yeah. this is the vibe. Let's bump some great dig because great dig is every single vibe there is. Yeah. I, I dig that though, man. Being versatile, I feel like as an artist is really important. So I think that's cool, man. Facts. Thank you, man people put themselves in a box too much too. Like, I feel like a lot of people that I'm friends with only stick to one genre. I think that's horseshit. For real. What's the point of even liking music if you only like one genre? Uh, art is like vibes. It's emotion. And yeah. you're not always waking up in the same exact vibe and emotion. Like, exactly. But... Like I'm cruising down the beach, put on some reggae, you know? Facts. Fucking great. All right. Are you up next, Jeremy? Uh, no, I think that's you. Uh, when you filmed uh, Hot as Fuck. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, when we filmed the Hot as Fuck video, we had a few shots filmed on the uh, Mission Beach Boardwalk, I think it's called. Yeah. And at the pier there. And we did get kicked off for not having a film permit at the time. <laughs> did we? I, I do remember. Yeah, the security like chased us out a little bit. Huh. But, we were, but we were like, fuck it. We still filmed. As oh, we were those are like out. the nighttime shots, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Mission Beach, right? I think. Um, it was actually where we got kicked out of was Belmont Park. That's like uh oh, okay. They got roller coasters and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So that was so funny. But I just remember we were we were still getting the shots even when we got kicked out. And I think a couple of the shots were after we got kicked out, like on the side there, but still yeah. came out great. Those night shots are awesome in that. Hell yeah. But um, have you ever got like any other weird situations or encounters with security or police when you were like guerrilla filmmaking? Oh, you know what? I was in Iowa uh, oh, earlier this year <laughs> and uh, I was filming uh, for this video and yeah. I worked with this guy a lot. Like we did. He did shut the fuck up. He did all night. He did yeah. a little short film float. He's a great cinematographer out. I think he lives in like Nebraska, like one state over from Iowa. But oh, we're yeah. like filming at this place. The song is called Broken and mm. like it was perfect. We found this little place in Iowa that literally had a flood like the, the year before that. So everything was broken. Like, you know what I'm saying? It looks, it's crazy. It's like a piece of history. But anyways, yeah. one of our last shots were like filming by this like old train path and shit like that. And we had to park our car somewhere. So we like parked them. And then as we were leaving, we like, you know, parked it. No one lived there. You know what I'm saying? It got flooded. Yeah. But there was a house right there type shit. And we parked next to it. And as we were leaving, this SUV pulls up right behind both of us. And like this old Southern couple come out. They're like, what What are you doing here? Like, yada, yada. And like, my film dude's like, like, we're filming. You feel me? And the lady's like, it's dark. How are you filming? And then my, uh, they're like, this is private property, yada, yada. And my film dude just took off. So I followed the lead and just followed right behind him. Cause like, oh, wow. I was trying to die by some redneck shotgun. You were <laughs> like, redneck, and I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the coolest songs you were featured in thus far was this track called bitch slap that we just mentioned with tech nine Hobson and Corey Taylor from slipknot. 
Hell yeah. I know you and tech have had like a connection in the past for like a mad minute, but how did the collaboration come to like fruition? So tech is a fan of Halloween, right? Okay. That makes sense. And, um, so I, I saw that he was making some posts with a doll of me behind him. So I'm like, Hey, that's me. Like, (laughs) I love your work. You feel me? Like you're one of my first favorite rappers. Like awesome. It would be cool if we made some music and took a few posts. I'm not going to lie. He didn't, he didn't catch on to, I don't know. Maybe he thought I was some crazy fan or something, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Sure. But finally he was like, Oh shit. Boom. Follows me. I think he followed my mom too, right away. Type <laughs> shit. And then, um, yeah, he made an announcement that he wanted me and ghost main actually. Wow. Um, yeah. So I was stoked. So, I mean, once yeah. he finally sent me the beat with the open verse, he basically told like, he really likes the Vlad song too. So he was like, I want you to hit it like yeah. that. Just fucking slow, dark, hard. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I'm like easy, you know? Boom, within two hours, I sent him the verse back. And then later on, he got back to me that I guess Ghostman couldn't do it. But that Hopson and Corey Taylor and Tom Morello were going to be on it. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's crazy. So when I was 18, two years after my brain injury, so like two years into me rapping when I still really wasn't that good, I went and saw Hopson live. And he actually pulled a few rappers up on stage to spit including me and i wasn't the worst so i think it's cool that now we actually have a song together i still haven't even talked to him type that's shit, crazy but, um, one day you know yeah I mean? dude i had one opportunity to see hopson he canceled like the night he was in buffalo ah like damn. he was there his tour bus was there and there was a huge line i luckily didn't even go yet i was gonna go like later in the night but he canceled like within like an hour before he was supposed to play. And I just remember like the oh. whole city of Buffalo was pissed. <laughs> I bet. I just <laughs> but, an hour too. But. He's crazy. Though. I love, I love his shit. It's kind of oh, like yeah. out future almost a little bit like the early stuff. Um, have you ever been bitch slapped? <laughs> nah. He's like, nah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah I was just curious. Um, didn't piss off any girlfriends. Time. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't piss <laughs> off any girlfriends enough. None of that. Nah, nah, that's never. Nah. None of my relationships have come to physical. Uh, that's good. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all mental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mental bitch slap. <laughs> um, what is your process when writing music? I've seen you work and you are like really gifted when it comes to churning songs out quickly. Uh, you know, you're really talented at like producing your own beats and editing everything together. Do you have like a specific method? Uh, not really. I have a method when it comes to projects because I have a few projects that I'm about to to be releasing. I got this like Viking Nordic project. Haven't dropped anything like it before. It's tribal. You know what I'm saying? There's not many lyrics. Uh, A lot of the instruments are actually just me and my mom throat singing type shit like, oh, wow, type shit. Yeah. Oh, super, super just Viking tribal type project. You feel me? Yeah. But um, and I have this rap project that one's produced by Shaggy the Airhead. He's big in like the Juggalo ICP community. He's actually got a tape dropping with ICP on Halloween. Oh, wow. Uh, So this tape is going to be pretty major um, that I'm working with him. But so a lot of times, though, I'll produce my own projects. Right. So I'll come up with an idea and then I'll just hop into my producing side of my brain for a week or two, you know, and just make beats and instrumentals that are going to kind of vibe with the idea that I'm going for with said project. 
And then once I feel like I've got a solid amount of beats, like 15, 20 for that idea, you know what I'm saying? I go through them. I switch sides of my brain and now I'm on my writer side of my brain and I go through them and you feel me with the same idea of the tape, try to like what speaks to me and then boom, start making you feel me, but yeah, I don't yeah. end up using all of those beats. So now you feel me? I got like a whole pool ocean, almost full of fucking beats. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So, so speaking about, you know, you, the writing portion of your brain, do you ever experience writer's block? And if so, I mean, all artists do like, how do you pull yourself out of that? Totally. Um, I'm super lucky that I do like everything in the arts. So I just, I'm like, okay, I'll make a cover or okay, I'll make yeah. a beat or, you know, okay, I'll do a little promotion video or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, okay, if my brain doesn't want to do that right now, what does it want to do? That'll equally be as effective for my future or whatever, you know? Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, if anyone is ever like interested in a feature, how exactly do they hit you up for that? In the DMS and in Instagram, I'm on Instagram a lot. So <laughs> just tell me great day great g-r-e-a-t no space d-a-e-g that's how you'll find my music too but yeah just dm me currently probably at least until the end of this year i'm working with budgets so like yeah let's skip a couple steps just hit me up in the dm like hey did great day i want a feature from you and this is my offer and yeah. then literally we can just go from there i can either be like bet here's what you can send it to here's my email blah 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 i'll have it back to you in a couple days or like the other day, someone hit me with an offer and I was like, oh, can you yes. add like 10 more dollars to that? And it's a yeah. bet. And you feel me, he did that. And then boom, on from there. Yeah, for sure. It's good. All good about like meeting in the middle anyway. Facts. Um, so you started a book and like play shows again. How have they been? I know it must be like really weird getting back in the game during the tail end of the uh, the pandemic. You know, it was I was nervous, but like it's it's fire. I need to get better at remembering my lyrics. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Cause like, okay. So on Monday I played a show over in like a beach town at a bar. That was sick. Cause yeah. it was a shorter set, but a couple days ago it was a longer set. And I really should have just been like, fuck, fuck the extra time. Let me just stick with the songs I'm comfortable with. Yeah. You feel me? Cause I ended up trying to play this one song that I dropped like early <laughs> last year. Didn't remember any of the fucking lyrics on oh, stage. No. So I'm just like, Hey DJ, cut this shit, play the next one. I was like, I'm sorry, y'all. Let's get it. But then it went to TikTok, <laughs> camp, I think. So it was like people were re-engaged. Yeah. Shit, yeah. That's sick. So how did you, so with talking about the, the pandemic and getting back into things, like how did you occupy your time uh, during the pandemic? Was it just you immersing yourself in your music or like what did you do to fill your time? Uh, music, 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 music. If I'm not, so basically yeah. for the past, since Corona, if I'm not, on set for modeling or acting which have been you feel me a handful of times in these past few years um i wake up i work out i go to the studio repeat yeah you know what i'm saying that's day in day out stay busy yeah, oh, yeah. well because with music i'm lucky i guess really because not only it's something that I want my future to heavily be based on, as well as acting. You feel me? A lot of people are always yeah. like, oh, what do you like more? Oh, you're just rap now and stuff. It's like, nah, man, they're both. No, nah, you got multiple passions. <laughs> so is modeling. And so is producing. Like, yeah. I love all of the shit that I do for all different reasons and whatnot. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's it's what I want to make money off of in the future you feel yeah, me for sure um it's extremely therapeutic for me like mm -hmm. i said music saved my fucking life yeah. and then third it's just a fun hobby like yeah, you know sure. like it's something that i just enjoy doing for fun 
Yeah. A lot of people think actors are constantly acting year round and it's just not like that. There's, there's months that go by with nothing, you know, sometimes even with no auditions. Unless they're like making their own short films and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's a lot of like (laughs) make your own shit while you're not making other people's shit. So that's why it's cool that you do the music thing because you can just roll out of bed and be like, well, you know, it's a new day, but I can still do this. And it's also cool because yeah. in the acting world, even when I'm on set, like acting yeah. is hurry up and wait. You feel me? Boom. Totally. Get to set by this time, get in hair and makeup and yep. get in wardrobe. Wait for fucking like four to five hours. Yeah, right. And then, OK, we'll grab you. We'll grab the shots and yada, yada. So I make music. So for those four to five hours, most of the mm-hmm. time I've, I've worked my way up. So I'm on like solid sets with like awesome yeah. catering and shit. You feel me? So I'm <laughs> sipping on my like watermelon water, making yeah. my trailer and shit. It's like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> that's awesome hell yeah oh shit does the oh. uh does the does the waiting time the hurry up and wait for acting does that ever do you feel like that ever hinders your performance because you're like tired from waiting or do you feel like as soon as it's your time it's 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 go time it's just part of the job you know yeah. every job has those yeah. things that it's kind of like you just got to learn to to roll with the punches so like conserve your energy while you're waiting for those five hours don't use a lot of energy you feel me and shit like that and then a lot of like like i said you feel me the the smarter, the bigger productions and shit like that. They're not the productions feeding their actors like, you know, pizza and lasagna and shit like that. They're, yeah. the, they're the productions feeding them salads and stuff that gives them energy. Cause <laughs> yeah. like, and I swear to God, I'm always like, why would you give us pizza or lasagna? Like you, you want us to be sleepy. Like yeah. that's just science. You're just saying like, fuck your art. Let yeah. me use some science to make it hard for you <laughs> exactly. to do your art. Yeah. Dude, I have, uh, you're lucky you didn't have to work like shitty sets like way back dude in like 2012 i remember i worked on a set for 17 hours and like every day and we weren't even paid we wouldn't even get fed we had to like literally leave and go feed ourselves yeah i mean and i've been on plenty of sets that were shitty. shitty you feel me i just spent like oh yeah for sure i did that early 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 on in life you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah i started acting when i was four and got halloween by the time i was 11 so but that's yeah. still seven years yeah. of you're just some poor little boy who wants to be an actor. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, if, if you were like given the opportunity to offer direct support on any tour coming up for like an established artist, would you drop what you're doing and moments notice and do it and go on tour? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm trying to set up a tour with this, uh, this tape, the, oh, the one that Shaggy the Airhead produced. Right. Fuck yeah. Uh, because like I said, he's big in the like Juggalo ICP community. Yeah. They're already mostly horror fans. So since I'm like, I've got that iconic role as young Michael Myers, you feel Perfect me? I've already kind of, I've got my foot at least halfway in their world. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if I drop a fire ass tape that they all fuck with, with people that they fuck with and tour with it and get some yeah. sick music videos, boom, I'll be super established as a music artist in that world and then just continue out from there. But like Ouija yeah. Mac, for example, Tech, uh, he just did a fucking tour. And then Tech, he just did a tour too, and Tech's a fucking juggalo. So like, yeah. since I have the song with him and shit, you know, it's all trying to be smart, you know. But I think yeah. December time, I might hit at least a mini tour, southern, the southern western like chunk of yeah. America tour. That'd be awesome. Yeah, dude, if you're if you're ever looking to book in Washington D.C., man, I got you all day long. I've been performing in bands forever out here, so yeah. I know all the club venues and shit like that. So. If you ever come out here, man, I can I can hook you up. Put awesome, that good word in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, is it ICP or Twisted that like one of one of them is calling it a day soon because the one guy's sick? 
but I get I always get them mixed up. I'm not sure. If that's... I have no clue. I did an interview yeah. with with Twisted a few years ago. Oh, word! Five years ago now. Yeah, on there they have a little thing. Uh, the ashtrays and or comic uh, action figures and ashtrays. I think is their podcast. Oh, sick! Yeah, I didn't know they had one. That's funny. Um, what was the interview for then? You were on their show. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know, same thing as this. Oh, sick! That's awesome. So what was it like growing up with a single mom? I know you and your mom were like very close. I mean, you know, it's all I've known. So it's dope. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the guy who helped create me is like probably still on dope or something. I don't know. So it's probably really good that he wasn't part of my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, shit. My mom's a fucking badass. Like before me, he was a world renowned burlesque dancer type shit. This is back in the seventies and shit too. You feel me? Crazy hippie. She had her own tattoo shop in Guam for like 10 years before she came here and had me and whatnot. But yeah, so she got to like hella live her life. So obviously she was stoked when I showed that I wanted to be a performer, but Mm. then it's just been epic because like through everything that I've gone through all the hardships and shit, you know, I mean, we're we're both go getters, even if it's uh, a fucked up time. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, yeah. helped me quit cigarettes and shit. You know what I'm saying? She was oh, like, nice. oh, you're trying to quit cigarettes when I was 21. You feel me? I gave them up and she took me to the 99 cent store and bought me hella candy because she already knew like that shit hella helps. It's crazy, though. Really? You, candy does? Yeah. Well, check this out. Your body's so fucked up. It's like, oh, we're addicted to this cancer. Sugar also feeds cancer, right? So if yeah. you're petting out this cancer, your body's like, let me get this cancer. Yep. But then I feel like candy's easier to, to wean off of than cigarettes because time, yeah. you start getting really fat and you're just like, oh, you just feel like shit yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I stop eating candy. Unless you're Ethan, of course, because that motherfucker, he'll have Doritos, Mountain Dew, and fucking cigarettes all day. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, let's see here. So in the early years, I'm guessing your mom was, you know, your biggest support and probably still is. Was she the main advocate for your filmic endeavors? And would she help you learn lines like before your auditions and stuff? Yeah, she would help me like she uh, me. Uh, We'd go over my lines and whatnot, even fucking to the point where she like for Hancock before before I auditioned. Right. She's off here to the side right now. Yeah. Before I before I auditioned even for Hancock, right? So I didn't even have the part, right? I went to, a, I went, the school I went to was kindergarten through eighth grade, like a language immersion school. So I was already learning hella French there. Yeah. So she set up an after school meeting with me and one of my cool French teachers for him to help me perfect the oh, that's accent. awesome. You know what I'm saying? I even remember it because we're in school. He was like a third grade teacher and like, <laughs> yeah. he got, like look out the window and he's like, it's like, I'm sorry. As, he's like from France, you feel me too. So he had that accent, but yeah, then you feel me. I went in and that audition was crazy. Cause that was, that yeah. was a one audition. But while I was in there, I think we filmed the audition like 10 times. They were like, now try it like this. Now try it like this. Now try it like this. You feel me? So dude, they were probably laughing their ass off when they heard you say that the first time. Oh, uh, something. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> um, so what was life like growing up in the San Diego area? Man, I, I I fuck with it. You know, it's 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 like L.A. but chiller. You know, Way that, nicer that's looking. basically it. I'll I'll tell people like if if you know L.A., imagine everybody in there smoked the blunt and maybe like a third <laughs> of them left, and yeah. and that's kind of San Diego. That's a good way to look at it. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. we still got our bougie assholes and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. California for you in those like bougie yeah. asshole places. But like, still got homeless areas too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's California for you. I mean, <laughs> gas lamp a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, but it's way nicer. I, I, I prefer San Diego. I wish that was the LA. To be honest, the energy is so much nicer. I'll feel. I literally feel it driving back home from work or whatever. You feel me? Like LA energy is like, it's like up and down, up and down, up, like a. I know. And then, and then as you come into San Diego, it's like, it starts to like wave out nicer mm. and smoother and shit. It's probably a lot easier to make friends out there too. Everybody's got a schedule out here. It's like, they can't even fuck with you unless, you know, yeah. you're helping them out. Facts. So, uh, Halloween is arguably the most beloved horror franchise of all time. Is it still surreal some days, like realizing that you are forever a part of that legacy? Yeah, it's different because, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, like, I don't want to make anybody mad, but, like, I'm not even, like, the biggest, like, horror fan. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't even realize how big it was until, like, a few conventions after doing the movie. And it's still just kind of, like, because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether it's, you know, the brain injury and, and all the shit I went through or or what or how my mom raised me or I'm sure it, it has to do with everything. But, like, I just think of myself as big. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not special. Like, yeah. well, I'm special in my own way, but we all are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and like, you know, I have my friends and we're all equals and shit like that. And it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah, it, it, it's strange for sure. Um, Now that, you know, I'm growing up and stuff, it, it was, you know, whatever, whatever. But like, I'm trying to just figure out how to work. You know, we all have our own cards that we get dealt in our life. Yeah. We get some um, given to us and taken away and whatnot. And it's just, you know, there's yeah. there's always going to be a way to win. You just got to figure out how to use your cards right. Yeah. Exactly. And you want to be known for a lot of things, not just young Michael Myers, of course. Facts. Yes. Um, yesterday was the 43rd anniversary of the original movie. Wow. Uh, I, I spun the vinyl soundtrack yesterday. What would you do to celebrate, Jeremy? Uh, I watched the original. <laughs> Hell yeah. I watched the original and uh, yeah, I listened to a little bit of the score of, of the new film, actually, that Carpenter composed. So that's how Pretty I celebrated good. it. Yeah. Yeah. I had just watched your your remake, um, the Rob Zombie one, like last week. I was going through all of them. Um, I try to do that every year, at least once. Hell yeah. But, yeah, it was cool. So you dealt with bullying a lot as a kid. Why do you think kids targeted you? And like, how did you incorporate that in your performances as uh, Young Myers? Um, I mean, kids are mean. I was an easy pick. Um, poor, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Long hair, um, pretty, um, mm -hmm. and chubby. So that, you know, like every single one of those, they had full ammo on type shit. Um, yeah. oh, you know what? And in, in my school, actually, I was, I was kind of a, min a minority, like for sure, for sure. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, Set that you feel me like everybody be thinking like California is like so fucking nice and bougie and shit. And California is more hood than not. You feel me? <laughs> type shit. Like I was born and raised off the El Cajon Boulevard. That's where crack and prostitutes are known for being bought oh, yeah. old type shit. You did time. Yeah. But um, so yeah, you know, people of course were fucking making fun of me and shit, but I don't know. I guess I just learn. I like to absorb, you know, mm. and I, I see things and what I like, I'll keep, and what I don't like, I'll discard. I've always kind of thought of myself as that Pokemon Ditto mm -hmm. or like Siler from Heroes. You know what I'm saying? With anybody that I meet, I try to see, not even super consciously all the time, 
like you know but like with everybody there's stuff that we like about them and stuff that we don't like about them mm-hmm. and so if you're being a smart person that's trying to just become like the ultimate i don't know you that you can mm-hmm. be whatever you like about somebody try to acu- put that in you feel mm-hmm. me type shit and then whatever you don't like about someone you know you got to watch out for that because you might not like that about you and then you got to start yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah it's it's on that same wavelength that like probably it helped me get into that mindset yeah 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 so when you when you first got cast as young michael myers like did did you know were you aware of how significant this role was and what it meant to a lot of people fuck no i was just i was yeah did your mom did my mom did your mom know like about like halloween and everything oh so she knew about halloween but but we didn't yeah we didn't know that it was like part of like a big franchise yeah. Well, like, I mean, even when we auditioned, it was called Rob Zombie's Untitled Halloween Project. And so we oh, just wow. thought it was um, a zombie film. Yeah. Like, At that point, he had only done a couple. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, my mom raised me on Blondie, Billy Idol and Reggae, you know, not not yeah. like hard, hard rock. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I saw zombie in Halloween and I'm like, OK, it's a scary zombie movie or something like that. Yeah. Speaking of Blondie, you got to be in their video for fun. Yeah, how was that experience? That was like, um, that was like one of the only times though I've had to walk in uh, high heels, which is difficult as shit. Yeah, that sounds Um, terrible. Especially (laughs) one of the oh my god. So I'm obviously just not walking right in these, and then we're filming in the freaking like desert area, and it's windy, and he's like, (laughs) skip like you're on the moon, and I'm like. (laughs) I can't even skip in these. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I can't even so tiptoe in these like, things. Walk like lightly in them as as I could. You feel me? I'm sure there's a lot of dorky ass looking footage of me in those. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jeremy, so you yep. got your hands on an early work print of the Halloween film. Tell us how about that story. Oh man, so I don't know if you if you're aware how early this thing bootlegged out before its actual release, but uh, this was probably like five or six months, um, maybe more before the film was released that I remember, man, I was I was driving in my car and my buddy called me knowing that I was a massive Halloween fan. And he was like, dude, I got Halloween on DVD, like Rob Zombie's Halloween. I was like, dude, it doesn't even come out for another, you know, however many months. And he was like, I've got it. Do you want it? And so, of course, being a Halloween fan, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, I swerve the car around. I go, he was at like a barber shop or some shit. And there was a dude in the shop that had it. And I like, I didn't believe it. And he was, they put it on the DVD player there and it was fucking it. So I bought it, ran home, had a six pack of beer. <laughs> I was early twenties then. And I popped it on and, and it was just, man, polarizing, you know, so completely different than, than what I had imagined it was going to be. And not not in a negative way and in, in, in a great way. It was captivating. It was you, you couldn't take your eyes off the screen. It was a much different ending where Michael Myers gets shot down by the police on the front porch. And like even the beginning with you, the title card for Halloween popped up on you, on your still frame of you running through the hallways of the school. It was a much, much different film than what we ended up getting in theaters. So, you know, of course, I was still there opening night uh, to watch it in theaters and I was amazed at how much stuff that was was different did you guys do a lot of reshoots on that not that i remember yeah i think i think the reshoots were for the the later half of, of yeah the film. When, I, think when I, Myers... remember, I think i remember hearing about that 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a, I mean, the, the work print, I still have it. I still, it's like on a blank DVD. Uh, it's, it's super mm -hmm. rad because it's just, I don't, I'm not sure of how many people actually have that, but yeah, completely different than what we got in theaters. I actually prefer the one that we got in theaters um, yeah. much more. Yeah. I actually like the, uh, I like the theatrical cut of, of Rob Zombie's Halloween over the unrated cut. Uh, which, which one do you prefer, Dig? Do you know of the difference? I, I don't, don't even know what the difference I've, is. I don't no? think, yeah, I haven't. I haven't paid no. enough attention to to figure out which one I'm watching and what the gotcha. Are. What is gotcha. the difference? I don't even know. So in the um, the director's cut and Rob Zombie's cut, like the the rape scene and and the asylum is much longer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's um the ending is a little bit different as well uh, as far as the pacing. Um, I feel like the heart uh, of that film is definitely in the theatrical cut. Um, you know, yeah. I can dig both, but I prefer the theatrical cut. Nice. And I didn't even realize until I listened to your podcast that Wayne Toth owns that Halloween store in Burbank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween Town. That's crazy. That's yeah, insane. That's that's such a rad store, man. So uh so you you were day you were absolutely terrifying as, as young Michael Myers. Has anyone ever run into you in public and like kind of freaked the fuck out from mm -hmm. from you, like seeing you like, oh shit, is that's that's how they saw you in that film? Definitely. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, especially right when it came out. But a lot of times, like I was saying before, like nobody like, well, you know, I was just a little hood boy actor type shit. And then you feel me the flip. <laughs> so um, a lot of times I would just tell people like because uh, a lot of people just don't know the actors real world. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they'd be like, oh, my God, you're blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, like what? Like I get that a lot, but he probably lives in Hollywood, I'm assuming, because he's an actor. Yeah. And that would get people every time they're like oh he's an actor you're right duh of course he would live in hollywood mm -hmm. <laughs> so i would just sneak my way out of it a lot but um even at like conventions sometimes it's kind of funny because like you know they're they're coming up there no one i'm a goddamn actor right like yeah. that's what i'm doing here michael myers isn't here that would be right dead. he'd be in, <laughs> like what the fuck that would he would kill all of you guys <laughs> But like kids a lot. So obviously they're not the ones thinking about that, but they'll come up and just like be scared, hide behind their parents. Yeah. And, yeah. Shit. and I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm peaceful as shit, dude. Like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> you're okay. Were you were your mom and were you and your mom like out to eat or anything when you were like a kid right after this came out and people like would come up to you or anything? I feel like that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. One time, dude. Fuck. <laughs> This waitress at IHOP, fuck this bitch. You do not, you are, you are not on the fucking clock and then sit down next to a child and his fucking parent what? fucking while they're eating and ask them about his fucking work. That is not oh. appropriate. What? Like, bitch, first of all, don't sit down next to me. Like, <laughs> the fuck. And then like, yeah, I'll, yeah, no, that was, yeah. What was that, like 2007 or a little later? Probably 2007, eight, some shit. That's like that. crazy. Yeah, I, I remember seeing you and your mom at Monster Mania in New Jersey, like Hello. literally, like right after that film came out. Um, was that? Do you remember what your first autograph show was? Was it Monster Mania? Don't know. Probably. My mom's saying probably New York. She thinks. Okay. Oh, nice. okay. New York Comic Con. I know those East Coast horror conventions. Those, that's where they get popping. They go hard, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. the last, the last time I saw you was um, at uh, New Jersey uh, horror horror con, uh, New Jersey horror con, or whatever it was. Uh, 
fuck, I don't remember which part of New Jersey it was, though. But what's funny is that, uh, man, you were hip to all this germ shit before the pandemic even hit, bro. Because I, I remember <laughs> I walked up to you at that show. This was like probably like 2016-ish, maybe something like that. 17, maybe. Um, but I walked up to dap you up. And you almost did. And you were like, oh, shit, you almost got me. No, no, no. I just do the fist bump. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. So then we fist bumped and you immediately used the hand sanitizer. Like that was back before hand sanitizer was trendy like it is now because of the pandemic shit. So well, I was like, oh, man. Conventions are already super dirty. Like, oh, super dirty. Dirty as hell. And that was when um, that must have been like right after or right around when there was that Ebola outbreak or whatever. Cause uh, that's, I remember when the Ebola outbreak, even though I was like, I think this is fake as shit. Like your but y'all are all yeah. bullshitting and covering up for something else. But I was like, you know what? You're right. And like, so I just, I, I went with this one thing as if I knew Howie Mandel, as if we're like cool and buddies <laughs> know each other. I'll be like, yeah, no, I got this from my buddy Mandel. You feel me? Just give me the hugs. like fuck, Yo. fuck a handshake. I actually got to fist bump him once. I was at the comedy store and he came walking out. I had no idea he was even there. He just comes walking out and he was like going like this to everybody. Hey, that's I was like, oop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny how phobias work though, because like I met Howie Mandel in 2018. It was I was actually at the 40th anniversary of of Halloween, the age 40 uh, in Pasadena. I think you were there too, right? Were you there, Dig? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were filming America's Got Talent in the building literally right next door to the convention. And so we came, me and my buddy came back from lunch and Howie Mandel was outside, like talking to crew members on the show. And so we walked up and it's, it's just funny how phobias work because, you know, obviously I knew better than to like try to shake his hand or like even like put my arm around him, whatever. And we took a picture, but it was funny being that he had no problem like taking the Sharpie from my friend to sign an autograph. I'm like, that's, that's kind of funny how that works. Yeah. yeah. You would think somebody like that would maybe like carry a like a like a sharpie and like a handkerchief, or something. yeah, <laughs> yeah, something, yeah, something. So that's funny. So prior to donning the clown mask in the film, did you grow up afraid of clowns? No. Nah. Did you have anything else that you were afraid of when you were a kid? The dark, just the dark, and like paranormal shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. dude I had a really creepy ass basement back in Buffalo, New York, at my old house. And I remember one time I locked a friend down there. Like we had like this latch that would like latch the door shut. And dude, he was so scared. He was banging on the door. And I just remember he ran home after that. And I felt yeah, you're, bad. You're, you're neck punched. The second you're I got out of there. Your neck was so hurting, bro. You're a mean oh, friend, right. Kellen. Yeah. He's a, cop. He's a cop now, but. Oh, well, see, you know what? You probably did that to him. He's like, fuck these fucking guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lock them up one day. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so what were you like at a young age? I know you weren't like pimping, pimping out and dropping bars at age 10. So give us like some kind of insight on what dag was like in the 2000s. I was actually, I was, I was just talking about this with my mom. I had a keyboard and (laughs) I think I was in sixth grade Yeah, before even Halloween fucking, I made a song, um, (laughs) I keyboard and lyrics and everything. Yeah. Was so. this like a singy song or a rappy song? It was it was honestly more rapping. Oh um, my god. It was about not having a dad. You feel me? Just some super like dad, dad, why weren't you there? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you like know, Eminem kind whatever. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But like, damn, 
I was th- just thinking about that actually like just yesterday or the day before. And I'm like, damn, imagine if I had just kept up, but I actually, I cared what people thought back then. So yeah. like, cause I had some homies that were like, yeah, I don't know about this one. You feel me? Like yeah. you're white, don't rap. You feel me? So mm-hmm. get rid of those friends. Do you still have that song on like a mixtape? Dog, I was 10. That never got recorded. <laughs> I don't know where, like I have the lyrics to them probably somewhere. Oh man. Who knows where? This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna find those lyrics. You're gonna re-record it. Right. Make a whole ass beat for it. Yeah, that'd be dope. Hell yeah. Um. So some of the dialogue in the movie is absolutely hilarious and certainly bonkers. Was it ever hard to keep a straight face while you were acting? Like even with William Forsythe, it must have been right. No, that was pretty easy. There was running down the hall with Hannah Hall. Oh, okay. Running down the hall with Hannah Hall. Okay, well, I guess I got to use that in a in a there song. You go. That's kind of a bar. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's two. It's two halls though. It's the only thing you'd have to like mix it up a little bit. Hey, hey, hey! You know how many rappers rhyme the N word with the N word? Oh, like Lil Wayne? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, not, hey, Lil Wayne's a motherfucking goat, dog. There's so many other rappers out there that you can roast on. Not Lil Wayne. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I still like Lil Wayne, but he does that. He's definitely guilty um, of that. Yeah. <laughs> No, but um, yeah, oh, yeah, that scene and then, oh yeah, there was the scene where I'm in the asylum with Malcolm McDowell and Sherry Moon and he kept slurping on his coffee <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sherry couldn't keep it together. So I, you know, I, I was laughing along with her. Oh, is that why she's laughing in like the blooper reel? I think I remember that. Yeah, because he's like... <laughs> Oh, see, they don't say, they don't show the slurping. They show yeah. just the laughing. <laughs> That's epic. Um, so do you have any other friends that quote this movie to you when you see them? Or is that just me and Ethan exclusively? <laughs> quote Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have any friends. Like most of my friends don't even like horror movies. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, okay, <laughs> I get it. You know, we all have our stuff that we like and shit like yeah. that and whatnot but like i don't know man life is already scary as shit and then yeah. like when i'm laying down chilling relaxing i'd rather let's say laugh or like watch yeah. some cool superhero movie than experience more anxiety and fear than the yeah. world already <laughs> offers me for free on a daily basis um my dad originally took me to see that movie when i was 11 to see it at the theater so I was basically your age going to see the movie that you were pretty much when you made it. Nice. Um, do you think it's damaging to kids to go see horror movies or do you think it really depends on how the parents raise them overall? That depends on a lot, obviously. Like, I mean, obviously just like Halloween shows, the Halloween that I'm in, like that, there's so much that goes into making a human being that like there's, you know, like one movie isn't going to do it. The, yeah. but like you know how the parent raises them how their friends are how their community is how their school is how they feel about different things like there's so much that goes into i don't know fucking a child's brain up really. yeah. by watching a horror movie like i don't think it's yeah. any worse than looking at a painting you know mm-hmm. really i mean it just depends on who's looking at it because somebody could look at a painting <laughs> and be like damn you're right i do well, need to go kill everybody you know, like yeah. the same way as watching a horror movie might do that to somebody, especially if it's like a naked painting. Maybe. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so have you ever experienced like any overzealous fans at these these fan events that it's like, all right, that motherfucker scared me a little bit. Like he was a little too over the top when I met there him. Was, there was a I feel like there's probably been a couple, but there was there's like one 
that was like yo what the uh, okay i had to keep like being like this it's fake like this is so this is a movie i got paid i'm a, I, I work and yeah it's my job and they gave me a script and it's all fake you feel me I, yeah. I, like normally i'll try to I'll, i like to play along with some of the fans <laughs> whatever. but like this guy i was like no it was so fake i don't kill anybody i don't like horror movies like no yeah. so he That's was he was me. like he was talking to you like you were michael myers like you did those things type shit and he was telling oh. me on how he could relate to me oh, and stuff it. like that and i was like no you can't how you can't. old was this that's guy? not me i don't yeah. know he was younger he was oh, younger damn. but i mean i i i had to tell security like keep an eye on this kid and they already knew i was like damn that's oh, crazy shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yo when i got the dvd i showed my babysitter at the time like this was probably like 2008 i guess because it came out a couple months later on dvd yeah but um dude that whole like first scene where you kill Ronnie, you kill Judith's boyfriend, Judith, and then you move to like the baby's room. Once you get to like the baby's room, she fucking flipped out and was like, if he kills the baby, we are turning this off. I'm not watching this. And luckily you don't kill the baby. And I forced her to watch the whole rest of the thing. Um, Do you think like Rob overdid himself or do you think the gratuitous violence and nudity served his vision? Well, I mean, that's Rob's that's Rob's style. I think that we killed it together. Um, I think that obviously he has his style, so his fans like his style of his movies and stuff. But yeah. any any character deserves a backstory, mm-hmm. any big character. So I'm blessed that I got to be like, you know, obviously there were young Michaels before me and apparently mm-hmm. even after me, but like yeah. not really getting down and dirty and showing you exactly why. And then, then at the end of the day, making you feel bad for Myers. Like that's a mind fuck as Mm. fuck. I like that shit. I like mind fucks, not the scary shit, but I like a good mind fuck. Exactly. Yeah. See, I appreciate that about Rob's visions too. Honestly, I know John Carpenter's not like a huge fan of it because he just talks shit for some reason, but (laughs) I don't know. I just know. I I, th- I think that there was a John, didn't John Carpenter like release those comments like after Rob got done with the second one as well I think I think Jeremy I think those knows. comments might have been yeah so so I, more that way I <laughs> guess what happened was uh several years later Rob Zombie was was asked about you know John Carpenter and you know whether he had had conversations with John Carpenter about you know the remakes that Rob was working on and. I guess John Carpenter felt like Rob Zombie misconstrued the truth of of the exchange that they had back and forth. So when Carpenter was doing a Q&A, you can it's on YouTube. You can you can look it up. Carpenter was like, fuck Rob Zombie. He's a liar. Yada, yada, yada. I don't know that he out and out bashed yeah. the movies. Um, I, I'm not sure if he even watched them, but I know that he was like, fuck Rob Zombie. And that <laughs> I, from from what I remember is I think that they kind of you know, patched it up later, like, you know, uh, somebody reached out to somebody and was like, Hey man, like, I think this was the media fucking with us, but (laughs) yeah, for, for a minute there, they, they were at odds for sure. Um, I love that one freeze frame scene that you guys have in the film where it's like every, all the cops are like frozen and you know, your head turns while you're in the backseat. How was that to film? I remember it being cold. And I think that's somebody brought me cookies and dropped them on the ground. (laughs) <laughs> what? oh and i was playing with my game boy i was playing with my what? game boy in that car That's in the back why. seat yeah <laughs> game boy color ah oh, it was the oh psp no 
No, Game this Boy. Was before, this was way before PSP, I think, man. Maybe a couple like, years. Yeah, I think it was Game Boy. No, Color was the this one. That's the real old one, yeah. So what was the one that went sideways? You know, Jeremy? Oh, dude, I'm no, I'm out on that. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the one right after Color, right before DS or some shit. I'm gonna look it up. Game Boy, Game Boy after Color, after Color. Let's see. Game Boy Color, Game Boy Color. That's all it says. DS? No. Shit. I'm not sure. No, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's one of them. Oh, wait, here we go. Game Boy Advance? Yes. Show me Game a picture. Boy, Game Boy Advance SP here. Here's a picture. This thing. Oh, no. No, I wasn't the flip phone one. No, it was like, it was before, it was before that, too. Oh. It was Game Boy Advance, though. Hey, wait, it was definitely Game Boy Advance because you said it it's was not like the SP. This horizontal shit. Here, wait. That was it. That's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's funny. What were you playing? Like Pokemon? Yep. You already know. That's funny. Why did they let you play that on set? Were you just like not, you couldn't focus or something? Or just uh, in I think I had just gotten it and it was late and I was like, y'all. I that think it was like up. my last shot too. And I was just like, I I'm king of shot in the dark. Always have been. So <laughs> I was like, yo, y'all ain't getting me under here. Right. I'm like, so I can just play my game. They're like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so was there like any, anybody like screwing that shot up? Like at all? Like, I know that's like not an easy thing to do. And there's always got to be one asshole that like moves a finger or something. Not that I remember. Nah. So it worked out. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's probably one Hell of the yeah. best freeze frame shots I've seen. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. Was there ever like a like a rap party after you guys film finished like filming or was no? There was like a premiere party after the premiere. I remember that. What happened there? Not much. No, was just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> there was some food and drinks, and you know, I was eleven. You know, yeah. partying in Hollywood isn't isn't the same as an eleven year old. <laughs> you were doing lines on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> so how was like the actual premiere itself like were you, you weren't cool. even that was my to... first that was my first red carpet i think so yeah that was yeah. fun i you didn't even i didn't watch the movie then yeah i was gonna say you weren't even able to see it yet because your mom won't let you right i didn't watch it at the red carpet oh, uh, okay no. she's saying yeah i did but no my aunt and you went <laughs> in to watch and me and william my goddad went to the wax museum <laughs> really no, I think I'll. I think because that would have been pretty rude to get up and leave in the middle of the movie. I think, <laughs> like, right after your scenes. Yeah, around. I think. I think I remember for the red carpet, I didn't watch the movie, and then I ended up watching my part, and then eventually watching the whole movie later on. Did you see the whole movie like within a year, or was it like a couple years later? I don't. I don't remember. Damn. So, what was the uh, the initial reaction at the at the premiere? Was was everybody buzzing, excited, and you know, how did that affect your life once? I mean, Halloween broke records and records and records and records. Yeah, Labor Day. Shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, made a shit ton of money. So, like, how was that ripple effect for you? Like, how did that affect you at that time? I don't know, man. This is like 11 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't remember how things like necessarily affected me at that time especially because I was going through like just becoming nobody that anybody really wanted to fuck with besides my couple homies to like everybody yeah. thought I was cool on some fake shit, you know? So yeah, that's, that's 
what stuck out around that time of my life. Basically. So how did how did you navigate that with with all the the people that all of a sudden were showing you attention that weren't before? Like, how did you navigate that? I got out of the business, not on okay. purpose, really. I just became a teenager that was doing my own thing. But I did yeah. Halloween Hancock pushing daisies and got the fuck up out of that business real quick. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's a mic drop right there, though. You know, yeah. all of that, dude. <laughs> all right. That is pretty solid. Just like, let yeah. me hit these three big ass things right quick. <laughs> and then I'll catch y'all in a decade. For Peace. sure. And and not not to not to, <laughs> not to wax your own car, man. But I, I have to tell you that your performance as Michael Myers is is fucking brilliant. And uh, it's a big part of the reason that, dude, people discuss this movie like every single day still like to this day. Like, I yeah. don't know if you're aware of that, but like. There is not a horror Facebook group or social media group that Rob Zombie's Halloween is not discussed in at least once a day. You know, it's it's oh, yeah. a very it's a very polarizing uh, film um, and it's divisive as well. You know, like this is a movie that people either love or hate. Like, you know, you're on social media. What's it like for you when you do stumble on a bunch of these hate fuck posts? Like, <laughs> is it is it tempting to to react to it? Funny as shit. You get a lot of it, too. I've seen it. (laughs) I just shared something. I usually don't respond to haters nor share their hatred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? The world is negative enough. I want to spread positivity, not negativity. But this guy, this guy really was like, okay. (laughs) So anyways, I'm on one of my last performances. I guess he was there. So he messages me. He says, you're trash. I was there on Sunday. First of all, grammar's all fucked up. He spelled there wrong and there should have been a comment in there. That was okay. So, all right. Grown man, no good grammar hating on me. Yeah, okay, no. for sure. So I, like I said, I don't normally respond, but I was like, fuck it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling spunky today. So spunky. I, <laughs> I messaged him back. I said, thank you for your opinion on me. Question mark. I said, I hope you've had a great day and have a blessed week with that. Hashtag little Boom. <laughs> left me on red because what the fuck are you going to say to me? Like, what exactly. the fuck? Like, yeah. I do not give a, bro, I, I, what was I supposed to say? Like, damn, dude, are you, are you serious? Like I went up on stage and like, I was trying to kill this shit just for you. Fuck yeah. everybody else. I wanted you to be happy with my performance. I'm, you, a, man. I'm sad. Like, bitch, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, dude, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I stumbled on one of the rare times that you did respond to something and it made me fucking laugh out loud oh, yeah. so hard. So like, you know, like obviously there's a bunch of your modeling pictures and shit like that. And a chick comments like somebody had shared like a picture of you. Right. And a chick commented and she was like, why does Dag look like he's on heroin? And then right under it, you fucking commented and said, I don't know. I don't know if you remember that, dude. I laughed so fucking hard. I think that I screenshot that. Then that to you, Kellen. Did I send you that? I, I don't think so. That's funny. Dude, as fuck, it was though. so fucking it was it was classic, dude. And then, of course, like. When that happens, you know, what could she say back? Like, it just was silence. I was like, yeah, right. I don't it. know. It. it was so fucking fun. <laughs> oh, my God. So so what what would you say to a Halloween fan that hates Rob Zombie's Halloween? Dude, I don't know. Don't watch it. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, seriously, listen. Me and my friends, I don't, this is, this is why I feel, you know, it's like, I I wish these people the best because, okay, there are things, yes, that I do not like. There are people, yes, that I don't like. And guess what? I'm not paying any mind to them because that's going to fuck me up. That's going to fuck me up concentrating on somebody else's negativity. Like, 
no, I'm not going to let them do that to me. Who are them? Like, what the fuck? No, nah, like, I don't like them. I'm not going to make let <laughs> them bring me down. Yeah, okay, exactly. that doesn't make sense. I love it, dude. I love mm-hmm. it. Perfect. Um, So I know you're not a huge horror fan, but did you go back and watch the film like every year since? Or do you just see it whenever you no, got to see it at like a premiere screening or something? Dude, I don't know even when the last time I seen it was. Probably mad long, right? I might have been 16. Hell yeah. And you're like, you're 26 now? Yeah, I just turned 26. Hell yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy belated. Thank you, thank you. So, okay, so you're not a huge horror fan, so I I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyways. Have you watched (laughs) the most recent two Halloween films that have come out? Nah, and I've been hearing so many mixed messages now. I'm just saying on my live streams, like, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. Like, we're allowed to be a certain amount of cocky, right? Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, with as actors and whatever. So... I'm just saying they probably could have just stopped after mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe if they do want to continue, let's just piss everybody off and um, kill Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. I think that's how we should do another Halloween movie is like, I, let's just kill them. And I, and I think any that's other important happen. characters, kill them. Dr. Yep. Loomis, kill them. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> kill them all. And, and everyone will be upset. And that's the end. That's the end. Y'all know how <laughs> many end. movies? Like, there's so many. Like, chill. We're on, we're on 12 right now. The next one that's coming 13. out next year is 13, dude. Yeah. They already have one coming out next, they year. Made, next year. They, made they start filming it in. Yeah, they start filming it in January. It's they coming out next October. 13 before Friday the 13th made it to 13. That's crazy. Oh. Oh. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's because they're, they're having lawsuits right now with Friday the 13th. Like, they can't yeah. even make another one because the producer and, like, the original director, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. so shitty situation but yeah ends is the next one there's they start january 10th and halloween ends halloween ends so but it's not gonna maybe they're already picking up on on the queue like just kill them kill everybody like jason jason blum has already come out and said that they're gonna keep making them after this as well so it's never it's never the end with michael myers evil never dies you guys know that i think laurie strode's gonna die for sure though personally i think she's gonna be kaput but they kind of fucking lied in the, all the trailers for this new one, Halloween Kills. Because, like, you, you look at the trailer and you think she's going to be the one. Like, she's walking through the hall- hallway. She's got the knife. She's like, I'm going after Michael. The whole fucking movie, she's in a hospital, dude. She, that, uh, so that was that, that scene in the trailer was a deleted scene that uh, sure? was, what, yeah, it was a deleted scene that was intended for the ending. Okay. Um, but they went back and reshot the ending because they had just finished the script for Halloween Ends and they were like, oh, let's go back and re shoot the ending so that that shot in the trailer was actually scrapped so it's not going to be in halloween ends like it's not going to open halloween ends um no just just specifically the the shot that you're talking about in the trailer where she's walking with the knife um that was supposed to be in the finale of of this one and then they they reshot the ending and scrapped that scene completely that That actually makes sense that makes sense because i heard the next one takes place like four years later right yeah yep okay yep well yeah I would like to see it end too. I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I, it's my favorite franchise of all time. Halloween is my favorite movie of all time. So I'm not going to say that I, I want it to end. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I'd even be down for straight to DVD schlock fest Halloween movies. Like just do something different with it. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, but, you know, switching gears. So acting alongside Will Smith, uh, was there any like interesting like on set stories? Um, also, kind of very iconic that William Forsyth and Halloween called you Michelle. And then your character and Hancock's <laughs> name is Michelle. That was, that was a pretty rad little, little probably unintentional Easter egg. 
Yeah, <laughs> definitely unintentional. I mean, who knows? It might be a prophecy. <laughs> is it really <laughs> unintentional? <laughs> but um, no, Will Smith is super fucking cool. Uh, we ended up playing video games for a little bit while we were waiting on different shots and shit like that. But super, super fucking cool, man. Like, he even came up to me on the red carpet with his family and was like, what's up, Dave? And I was like, uh, oh, trying man. not to melt all like 12 or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. sick, dude. That's sick. How oh, many yeah. days were you on that one for? Just a couple? Like three, I think, in total or some shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. We we oh, usually yeah. have a speed round at the end. Do you have like honestly two minutes for that possibly? Let's do it. Let's okay. Do it. It's just literally I ask bullshit questions. It's like really fast. You just answer All right. it. Favorite great dag song. Uh, uh TikTok dance. All right, your turn, Jeremy. Grape jelly or strawberry jelly? Grape. What are you gonna be for Halloween this year? I was gonna be a a, a Nordic pagan, but I'm flying out to Oklahoma, so probably just a trippy vampire pirate looking person like I am <laughs> least favorite great day song um anything from like the first year of me dropping music favorite food tacos and soup what's your most iconic kill in rob zombies halloween so like what's your favorite kill in the killing entire the, film killing the spy kid with the stick <laughs> what is the last object you threw at someone ah joint <laughs> <laughs> if it, if you could change anything about the current world right now, what would it be? Get rid of the negative Nancys. Boom. Best Rob Zombie song. He did a cover of Brick House. That's pretty fire. Favorite clothing line. I got to pass. I don't know. Uh, what's one game or activity that no one can beat you in? No. Rolling a blunt. <laughs> All-time favorite movie. Interview with a vampire. If you were a porn star, what would be your porn star name and what would be your catchphrase? Uh Great D. Great D. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh favorite line of dialogue from Halloween. Happy Halloween, boo. Or I said, fuck you. <laughs> Scariest movie you ever watched? The, the Ring. What's your favorite band? Um, oh, there's so many. Let's just say Billy Idol. Cool. A dream project you'd love to make? Uh, a vampire stoner. Ooh. All right. If you were to be a real life serial killer, what would your weapon of choice be? My bare hands. Boom. Favorite Halloween candy? Twix. Hell yeah. What's your most used phone emoji? The rock and roll hand. Grossest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, I fucked up and put bone marrow in my soup the other day and I thought it was going to taste good. And that shit was disgusting. Really? I had it once, but it wasn't like in soup. I just like ate like the grime you scrape off of it. Yeah, I was running out of chicken and I broke the bone, the chicken bone, and I scraped the bone marrow into yeah. my soup and that did not taste good. That was so it wasn't good. <laughs> that was funky as shit. You must have had some funky bone marrow. Facts. Best video game of all time. Grand Theft Auto, the one that my mom's in. Oh, oh, which yeah. one? oh, okay. I think it's like the fifth one, right? What yeah. is the coolest thing you've ever done? 
lived. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's a that's a horrible answer. Fuck. What's the coolest thing I've ever done? Um, created and didn't stop. There you go. Favorite E40 song. Hey, mama. I know the weed man. It's <laughs> my what, friend. What's your favorite kind of role? Anything that can give a good mind fuck. There you go. Favorite kind of pizza? Uh, anything besides pizza. Favorite horror movie? <laughs> I think anything, I said. anything with vampires. Yeah, the vampire. Um, What's a song that you get hyped up from? Oh, you know what? E40 has a song called My Little Grimy N-Word. And you feel me? But like that shit. Oh, if you walk into the gym listening to that shit. Killing it. (laughs) Um, What are your main goals in 2022? Tour. So last, last question for you is what are you most proud of? The fact that I don't stop. Hell yeah. I just, I, I get a brain injury. I've been locked up. I've dealt with this. I've dealt with that. And, and some, you feel me? And still every single fucking day, I am not giving up. I am chopping. I'm chopping away. Never stop. Never stopping. Yep. And what are some cool projects that you're involved in or some music, sweet music drops that we can look forward to releasing in the near future? Man, this tape with fucking Shaggy the Airhead is going to be lit. I'm thinking since it's going to be kind of like the idea of it is like I'm an alien. I'm different from y'all. Um, that's like the idea in like all the songs, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe calling it the XO Files. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And I know you were just recently in American Horror Story on episode two of Double Feature, it's called. Yeah. Pa- uh, Pale. Yeah. Pale's the TV show. Yeah. The episode. Um, and then you were on a bunch of shows like now apocalypse, which I think was like a year or two ago. Um, American vandal euphoria. Yep. So there's tons of shit. People can check you out. Two. So that one's not euphoria isn't out yet, but that, that one's not out yet. Yeah. And then you were in a couple of sweet indie films like killer therapy, ditch party. Um, do you have any Josie, other ones that are coming up? Josie came out a bit ago. That's with Sophie Turner and Dylan McDermott. And then we got I challenger. That one's got James Duvall, my mom in it. That one's also, that one's directed by Paul Boyd. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. yeah. And do you have any upcoming convention appearances or other signing events that you'll be doing? I'm going to be in Oklahoma this Friday. I'm signing at a haunted house and a dispensary. Oh, shit. Awesome. Hell yeah. Where can your fans find you? Instagram, 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 Instagram. If y'all don't have Instagram, Facebook works, but Instagram. My Instagram is great dig. That's the same as my music name. Just no space. You feel me? G-R-E-A-T-D-A-E-G. If you want to find me on Facebook, it's just my name. D-A-E-G space F-A-E-R-C-H. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Can't wait to see all the great things you do the rest of this year and into the next. Definitely. Thank you guys for having me. Good seeing you, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll see you soon. Hell yeah. Take care, buddy. Gang, gang. This is a Nick Knox production. So we fucking the front She in love with my acting I'm hoping the buns Minute full fraction And a little fun I said, baby, what's happening? She's looking done She got the TikTok pants Yeah, do the booty dance I'm Running up them bands Yeah, I'm pimping cause I can She got the TikTok pants Yeah, I'm looking at that bag Ooh, let her play a mag Apple bottom all that She got the TikTok pants Yeah, do the booty dance I'm Running up them bands Yeah, I'm pimping cause I can She got the TikTok pants Yeah, I'm
I'm looking at that bag. Let her play a mag. Apple bottom all that. Bag. I'ma get it poppin'. Wherever I go, I'm a lot of blunt. And I'ma call the bitch a high note. I'm a trippin' motherfucker. Like I fly low, she twistin' on her hair. She a shy hoe. She got fat ass like she Cardi B. Give her cardio. She got some ecstasy cocaine. She a party hoe. I don't like parties, but I like the way that body fold, that body's gold. But oh, baby, yeah, I gotta go. So adios, I'm out of here, I'm about to make some audio. Clapping cheeks on the leaping day frost on the flow. So adios, I'm out of here, I'm about to make some audio. Clapping cheeks, leaping daddy frost on the flow. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, do the booty dance, uh, running up some bands, yeah, I'm pimping because I can. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, I'm looking at that bag, ooh, let her play a mag, apple bottom all that. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, do the booty dance, uh, running up some bands, yeah, I'm pimping because I can. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, I'm looking at that bag, ooh, let her play a mag, apple bottom all that. Back to the stew, back to my rude boy too, to get the function to move like it's supposed to do. I got skills and I'm cute, yo girl thinks so too. Hey Alexa, who the Fuck's the artist of this tone? Great day, midnight's boom, big thighs, like a big boss dude, spitting gas, making flames, making drool. I get that booty going all night, it's what I do. God damn, bless these TikTok pants. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, do the booty dance, yeah, running up some bands, yeah, I'm pimping because I can. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, I'm looking at that bag, huh, let her play a mag, apple bottom all that. She got the TikTok pants, yeah, do the booty dance, huh, running up in bands, yeah, I'm pimping because I can. She got the TikTok pants, I'm looking at that bag, huh, let her play a mag, apple bottom all that. What's your name, boy? It's Michel. Oh, do you you know Aaron? Oui, le petit seul. Well, uh, seems to be a pretty good kid. Uh, just want to ask you to lay off him a little bit. Why, Asol? You're gonna stop calling me that. Asshole. That's not my name. Asshole. Call me an asshole. One more time. This is the program. Hot as fuck, no doubt about that. Fresh shot like the tip of a cat. Haters gon' hate and they brain gon' splat. I'ma walk the line like I'm Johnny Cash. Hot as fuck when I hobble in it, bitch. I'ma go to 